0: SAFM Sports Wrap.
1: Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. My name's Brad Brown coming to you for the next half hour. All things sporty. It was a very busy sporting weekend. We'll be chatting uh, about everything that happened football-wise. Obviously, Stuart Baxter naming his Bafana Bafana squad for the upcoming FIFA World Cup qualifiers earlier today. We'll look back at Bafana's performance on Saturday against uh, Zambia. And we'll also look at the PSL fixtures or results. That took place this past weekend. And then there was big rugby, the start of the rugby championship as well, which we'll chat to uh, Johan Ferreira a little bit about on tonight's show. But let's start with stories making news headlines. Stuart Baxter naming their 25-man squad for the back-to-back World Cup qualifiers against Cape Verde. Included in that squad is uh, four changes. Defender Morgan Gould returns to the national team after lengthy absence in the place of Lorenzo Gordino. Baxter explains his thinking behind the selection we're not thinking about development we're thinking about someone has to go in with the experience and with the knowledge and being in good enough form to carry the, the colours on his shoulders and not capitulate so with all due respect to some of the younger, the younger players Morgan has been outstanding in the PSL at this time he's, he's won numerous Man of the Match awards I've coached him at the uh, super squad. I know his physical status now is probably better than it was when I was at Kaiser Chiefs with him. Also included in that squad Tulani Serrera and Dalen Claassen. They come in for Aubrey and Gorman and Sibusus of Vilakazi, respectively. Bradley Krobler replaces Tamsangwa Gabuza the first match of those qualifiers first of September in Cape Verde and then the return leg on Tuesday the 5th of September at the Moses Mabida Stadium in Durban. The pressure is mounting on Kaiser Chiefs coach Steve Compella following two barren season under Compella's watch Amakosi um, started the new season uninspiringly Chiefs were eliminated from the MTN8 last weekend and shared the spoils in their league opening against Bloom Celtic yesterday. Compella says patience is what's required
2: Leadership is not all about getting sweet, sweet, sweet stuff look at any leader, even the late the late Nelson Mandela in 20, twenty-seven years, twenty-seven years and if, if you and I had gone through twenty-seven years we would have probably committed suicide or lost hope, we kept faith so if you are a leader and you have faith, for me I take, I take, listen, I take notice from such and a worst case scenario if where you are, you don't get exactly what you think you deserve It is preparation for the next platform, so acceptance of the challenge and live with it and say yes, let me face the stick, you only get better through fire.
1: In transfer news, Burnley have signed New Zealand forward Chris Wood from Leeds United for a club record fee, uh, rumoured to be around £15 million. Pounds. And French midfielder Sami Nasri has left Manchester City. He's joined Turkey's club Sport on a two-year deal. Some action to look forward to this evening in England. Manchester City up against Everton. Kick-off in that one is at 9.13. Cricket news, the South African A-sides up against their Indian counterpart. Stumps on day three, SAA 138 for four. They lead by 184 runs. In other cricket news, Pakistan could see uh, international cricket for the first time in a while uh, on their shores. So World Eleven playing a three-match T20 series in Lahore. It'll be coached by Zimbabwean, former Zimbabwean captain Andy Flower. Last time they had uh, long-term tours uh, was uh, prior to the 2009 uh, terror attack on the Sri Lankan team bus. In cycling news, Team Dimension Data for Rebecca announcing today that uh, they've added Tom Yelter Slachter to their roster for 2018. Stage 3 of the Vuelta a España won today by Vincenzo Nibali from David La Cruz and Chris Froome. Chris Froome of Team Sky in the red jersey has a two-second advantage over David De La Cruz. And finally, in boxing news, it was announced today that the rematch between Manny Pacquiao and Australia's Jeff Horn. Has been confirmed will be taking place in Brisbane later this year. Coming up next here on SAFM, we'll be telling some rugby. SAFM Sports Rap. You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. The first weekend of the 2017 Castle Lager Rugby Championship is done and dusted. The first game taking place in Sydney between Australia and the All Blacks. And uh, by halftime, I thought a serious mauling was uh, on the cards, but the Wallabies came back quite nicely and uh, put some respectability, if you can say that, in that scoreline. But in the end, it was uh, New Zealand just way, way, way too strong. 54-34 victors there. And then So Africa, Taking on Argentina at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium in Port Elizabeth, 37 15. The margin of victory there for the Springboks. We joined now by rugby pundit uh, Johan Ferreira. Johan, welcome on to SFM Sport Trap once again. Gee, the first 40 minutes, the All Blacks looked unbelievable on Saturday, didn't they?
0: Yeah, our first time ever that they've scored 40 points you know, off of rugby against the Wallabies. And, and like you correctly said, you were opening the record books and going, okay, where is this going to end? 80, 90, even 100? But credit to the Wallabies the way they came back. Uh, I, I think, you know, psychologically, I think they'll go into the next test and, and say, okay, guys, we managed to score 34 points. But you don't do that against the Wallabies every every weekend. So there is a positive to take. And also a couple of returning players, and also a new face in Curtis Rona, uh Kirkley Bill making his return to the Wallaby lineup. So there will be there'll be areas where, where they'll take some confidence, but at the end of the day they did concede fifty in a record score against the All Blacks and that won't fit well with the coaching staff or the public. And it just basically shows the gap between New Zealand and Australia. If you just go to super rugby in twenty seventeen I think that was a fair reflection of exactly what we have seen in, in the first well, let's call it seven months of 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 franchise rugby That was a a true reflection And and I I think the All Blacks Will look at that second half And say if you judge us By the second half We've got lots to work on So all in all A a couple of psychological blows But I think the All Blacks Will say Okay, done and dusted. We've got the points That we wanted We put 50 past you Now it's Our our, our opportunity to host And we're going to do it again
1: yeah, absolutely. And Stephen Lockham quoted saying they're going to stick to the same defensive strategy. Which, uh yeah, I'm not sure if that is the way to go. They're going to have to work a, a bit on it because they were very leaky uh, in that game with the Aussies. But let's talk uh, Springboks. They took on Argentina, and uh, it's a very different uh, Argentine outfit to, to uh, the the Jaguares that we see in Super Rugby. Lots of passion again on Saturday, but uh, at the end of the day, job done for the box.
0: Yeah, I just want to say to Stephen Lockham, if he watched only the second half, then that would be a good comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think, uh, yeah, South Africa, in my opinion, I, I know what happened in the past, and, and it should be there. It should stay in the past. I never thought that we were going to come up short against Argentina, with all respect. And the one area that I'm really pleased about is the amount of work that we've put in at Scrum Time. And traditionally, we would always say that Argentina are going to challenge us up front, and that's where they're going to try and put us on the back foot. And we muscled up in a big way. And I think there's, again, a lot more positive to take out of an encounter like that. The trick now is, can we... Can we carry on with that momentum? And can we win and produce a a similar type of performance up front away from home? But uh, that was positive and and pleasant to see.
1: Absolutely. I I mean, you talk about fronting up up front. The front row was was fantastic. Kuni Ustazen in particular was very, very good. And uh, another area that was very good was the breakdown. We really dominated the breakdowns.
0: Uh, I think in modern day rugby... The role of a hooker, a modern day hooker needs to operate as a feature as well, and I think Malcolm Marks gives us that opportunity. I'm really still very, very chuffed that Jakob Kuhl is getting a shot for me, again, was just the world class. Um, so I'm, I'm really I'm pleased with what I've seen. I think it will be very unfair for us to criticise. Uh, the one area where I really I, I was, I was surprised, that the try we conceded up front, where young Saint Fontaine kicked the ball through at that stage, I, I almost said we are running out of ideas early in the piece, and there is a kick into no-man's land. It gets gathered, Saint Fontaine misses the tackle, and they go and score on the counter-attack. So I think just a bit more greedy with ball in hand, if anything, and and also just waiting for the ideal opportunity to strike. I think that would be the, the message that I would give across and say, guys, just keep patient, keep knocking away. And let's resort to, to little kicks as a, as a last resort. It, it wasn't necessary. And I think we've got enough there to, to beat them and beat them convincingly. And yeah, you know, they did, they did have their moments, Argentina. But again, on defense, as we saw against France, we, we, we manned up and you know, we didn't concede too many. So I think this was a, a positive weekend for South African rugby, but I think the real test will now come in our first away assignment of the year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Another big positive, for Johan, was was the impact that the bench had once again, and it's it's good to see a, a bench cut. Well, players coming on off the bench and really making an impact, and and pretty much all of them did on Saturday.
0: And that's exactly what you want. That's why they are called, impact players. And and, and it's nice to send fresh faces on when, when you when you have the opportunity to do so, and you know that you're not going to be necessarily be in, in a worse off position and uh I mean the for me is is, is going to go places just in, in my opinion i I think that there's uh, that's a young talent to, to look out for uh we've got a nice depth in in our lock department uh we're still missing Warren whiteley so there's there's still a leader that must come back even yeah, it's a bit of into the captaincy role quite nicely. We're challenging at line out time Up, the whole pack for me was was mm-hmm. magnificent and, and you've singled out Cooney and, and deservedly so. So yeah, I, I like, I like where we were here. and, and, but let's, let's just also just calm down a bit and say it was Argentina on soil, packed Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. We should be winning convincingly. And, and we did do that. But I think we must, we'll must we get a, a better reflection on, on where we are if we can repeat this sort of performance away from home. And if we can pull that off, it will be quite pleasant. And hopefully the All Blacks can give the Aussies another psychological blow, and that will open up uh, that, that win for us as well. So let's take it step for step. But the way we are after four tests in the year, I think it, it looks really good.
1: Yeah, away from home, Salta is where the next one takes place. It wasn't uh, happy memories last year. The travel is that going to play an impact, or, or do you think this box sides in a much better space than there were, were last year?
0: That's, yeah, that that is that is the question. And, and uh, look, I don't like the provincial aspect of it, but I have to just tongue in cheek say, remember, every time the Lions, if we are trying to to to. <laughs> to basically copy the blueprint of what the Lions are doing. Every time they go to South America, they come back with a defeat. And there's the red jersey element as well. So it's just tongue-in-cheek, obviously. But I think the guys will know what to do. All these guys have played in, in South America. They know what to expect. They know what to expect from the crowd. Um, they do turn up. Let's just say that to one another. The Argentine definitely a different outfit at home and uh, forget the Aguare they, they are now Argentina and, and in the few months and they're going to be a, a, a force to be reckoned with abroad but I think if we can again start the way we did in the test in Port Elizabeth and just control proceedings, then I don't think we're going to open any doors for them, we shouldn't but we should stick to what has worked for us in, in the in the first four assignments of the year and I think that will be enough to come away with another victory, but it's gonna be it will definitely be more difficult to to achieve it than what we saw this weekend.
1: You mentioned the red jersey. Uh what's the story? Well
0: oh. <laughs> it depends who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it does come back to celebrating um, our independence uh, from in, in rugby, and uh, look, we, uh, I mean, it's an open debate. For me, a, a rugby jersey, a national rugby jersey, should be green and gold. That's just my opinion. We are the Springboks, and I, I know that you do have side shows and celebrating and, and so on. We see the All Blacks; they've played in white before. We've played in white jerseys before. No, it's part of. I think it's part of the entertainment industry and, and, and part of uh, celebrating little milestones, but. For me, a string team should always be in green and gold, but um, it is what it
1: is, eh? I'm not sure how the current sponsor feels about the colour of the jersey being the same <laughs> colour as the opposition cellular <laughs> provider. We're not going to mention any names, but that was the first thing that crossed my mind when I saw that jersey. Johanna, and yeah. then just obviously from an injury perspective, uh, Ross Cunier out uh, following this weekend. Uh, hear for Mark has been uh, called up. Your thoughts on that? Does that mean Francois Hochart will be starting?
0: It should be. Should, it should indicate that Hohan will get an opportunity in the starting lineup If he's been the reserve scrum-off, then I'm sure Alistair Katsir will go that way. I can't see, with all due respect, that Janu and Mark will suddenly walk into a starting berth, except if there's a certain game plan and a certain way of, of introducing Francois into the test. But I think that uh, Janu, at least, will, will start off the bench, and that will give Francois an opportunity to... I mean, he's got the experience, there's no doubt. So, not that Janu is an inexperienced scrum-off, that's also not the case. But I think for the game plan and, and what we've achieved and, and the way we're building and Alistair could see a message about rewarding players that have shown form and also sticking to the group that has gotten into this position. I think we're already reading into, into the way he's going to choose and, and oh, it should start. But please that there's only touch, touch wood, but only one extra injury, far widely. So I, I can't see that we will change anything. It, we don't need to change. Why change a winning recipe? Only change if it's necessary. So for me, heart will come into the starting lineup, and I can't see that we will uh, have too much else different to the way we saw it in Port Elizabeth.
1: John Ferrer, as always, great to catch up. Thanks for your time this evening here on SAFM. Thank you. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. This is SAFM. I'm Brad Brown. And you're listening to SAFM Sports Rap. And uh, it was a very interesting weekend of Vaps Premiership. We'll get onto that in just a moment. But Stuart Baxter naming his 25-man squad to play Cape Verde in the FIFA 2018 World Cup Qualifiers uh, home and away uh, matches. We're joined now by SABC Sportjourners Valhile Mbule. Valhile, uh, welcome on to SAFM this evening. Thanks for for joining us tonight. I think the big talking point, Morgan Gould back in the Bafana squad.
2: Well, thanks Brad and also good evening to the listeners. Very interesting uh call up that one. It's been four years uh, since uh he was last selected uh, into the national team uh, squad. In fact, uh the whole reign of uh Sheikh Masha as a coach, he was never called. Um the last time he was picked was it was uh, Gordon Ifatan and I think we playing, uh, off corner World Cup qualifiers, uh, at that time. So he's back again now. Um, well, fortunately, um, I spoke to the head coach, uh, on Saturday because we attended, a uh, an NFC meeting at SAFA and we tried to pick his brain on what could be coming up on Monday because there had been a story last week that he could be calling, uh, um, gold and also and also as well uh, but he did say that uh, no even if he was to call one of the three he wouldn't call the three of them he'd maybe call two or one because when you bring back the uh, three of them um already not Gold is 34 now chabalala um is also 34 nutrition is 35 so it was not going to be easy for him to justify all those three collabs but on the one of uh, Mock and Gold, he did say that um, one of the challenges he's having is that you've got a situation of a Rivaldo. Match fitness is not really there. You saw him in this past weekend. He only played 55 minutes of that game. Immediately after he scored the equalizer, against game arrow was substituted. And maybe Lorenzo Godinho has not been there that much. So, yes, he's got his um, settled settled hand carrying of the captain, Tulane Shachuayo Tyson, and also uh, Tawa Toho. But if something happens to the two of them, he will have to opt um, for either Codinho or Rivaldo. So he had to go with the experience uh, of Morgan Gold. And for me, Morgan Gold, first match of the season, the MTN 8, man of the match. Just two weeks ago, he was also, uh, he also got the man of in fact, the Player of the season award. Uh, from Sport United, and for me, you know, this is World Cup qualifiers. We're talking about. We're talking about now. We're t- 2018. We're talking about Vision 2022. We need experience and the capability of the players now to get us where we want to go, and that is Russia next year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another inclusion in there was uh, Tony Serrero as well, who hasn't uh, featured in uh, Bafana Bafana squad for for a while. But disappointing from a national team perspective, uh, the loss to Zambia this past weekend, two 0 So that means we out of the Chan in Kenya next year. No real surprises, if if we have to be brutally honest, really. I mean, it was a, a third string side, if that. That uh, travelled, we would uh, we went into it with our backs against the wall, having conceded two goals at home. It was a tough task.
2: Well, Brad, you know, I know that the football authorities, no one will come out and admit it, but um, I know that behind the scenes, um, they were also panicking because had this team won, uh, would have qualified. And the reality is that uh, at Nazareth and Suffolk House, they don't want to qualify for this tournament because qualifying for the tournament in January will also create problems again for us um, because now they will have to go up and down looking for players to go and play in the tournament. And unlike... Going to play just for a weekend. Go and negotiate. This is going to be a tournament. So the the chance, I think, for them, that's why they were out there in the open about it. That they just want to try and get a player and players to honor the future on on, on the day. But most importantly, also pick a squad of players um, who will be there next time. Also uh, from his side as well. When I saw the team that he's been trying to select. Um, Tabo he's also been trying to build his Anna 23 team uh, for the future because early next year they'll also be setting uh, the AFCON Anna 23 uh, qualifiers as well which culminate in um, being also Olympic qualifiers as well. Uh, because one of the stories I picked up from this past weekend, the Minister of Sport he did confirm uh, during the SAFA industry that uh, he will consider their plan of um, Bidding for the Afcon under 23. In fact, even this afternoon, when I spoke to uh, the Safa CEO, Dennis Mamburu. He also mentioned uh, the same thing. So it also means that for them, they were also using chance to make sure that, unlike previously, where they will just get every player that's available, but also they get players where in future uh, they could have an interest in them, either in the junior national teams or for for the senior for the senior team. I just think. Uh, I not qualifying for 10. <laughs> it's
1: really not an issue. Yeah, you mentioned Minister of Sport. Just a heads up, we'll be chatting to him uh, here tomorrow evening on SAFM Sportra. Minister Tulas Nwaisi, make sure you tune in. And let's look at the uh, Premiership results from the weekend. First weekend of league action, Valile. Uh, and uh, if, if the first weekend's anything to go by, I think we are in for a superb uh, league campaign once again. First up, defending champions up against Cape Town City at home. And it was uh, Cape Town City came away with three points. Uh, I don't want to say it was a surprise. They were two of the, the form teams last season, but a great start for City, not so much for the defending champs. I uh, have
2: a very interesting result because if you look at the result and um, you watch the game and then you'll say that the result was not a true reflection of the game. Um, Peter say they were unfortunate uh, on the day not to take the lead. I think by the time Cape Town City's got the goal, uh, the home team should have been 2 nil up already. Uh, but also credit to some good uh, tactics uh, from the visiting coach, Benio McCarthy, coaching for the first time uh, at the highest level in, 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 in the league, in the abstract because he had already won a game um, prior to this game, uh, the MTN8 game against um, Borussia City. But I think on the day, um, this was, was also a bit uh, uh, unfortunate. But I think if you look at... Uh, the type of football, and you look at the impact player that Beni Makaia against Lukonezidi had brought. I end up what and for me, I was expecting him to play. But when you look at the game and how it was, uh, it was not going to suit them a- a- at all. So it's, it's it's going to be a long, long season uh, for previous versus this one. Unfortunately for them, you could see that they are also lacking a finisher up front. and This was. A player, a type of a player that even Devin Hunt has also been crying out for. So good news is that tomorrow they are unveiling their new signings. Uh, on road for the first time, we'll have an Egyptian uh, playing in the South African Premier Soccer League. Al Mgama, who's been playing at uh, at, at Al Ali, the record eight-time African champions. So I think this is the type of a player that they need, especially based on what we saw this past weekend, struggling uh, to, to finish uh, th- 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 their chances. And also, I think they do miss uh, Bushem Kwanazi to partner to manage that with centre back.
1: Absolutely. Then on Saturday, Amazulu beating Free State Stars 1 0. Paul Aquinas City and Baraka drawing 0 0. IX Cape Town and Golden Arrows 1 1. Pirates picking up uh, a very important win over Chip United 1 0. And then Mamelody Sundown slaying a market 2 0 winners in the Tuane Derby over Super Sports United.
2: Well, just to touch on that the Paris game, I was at Orlando State this past weekend uh, when they played against Chipa and it was refreshing to see an the Paris team that are playing like that, structural game, organiza- organizationally also doing very well. Uh, I thought for me, Paris, you could see that, um, Mich- in fact, uh, Mitchell and Miltino has arrived, and also his got his right-hand man uh, Rolani Rulani, Mourinho, you could see that There's a new coach here, and the way that you've seen Paris struggling to defend and also being organized as well. Uh, And also, you know, it was interesting to get someone like uh, Innocent Mayela. He's playing left-back. This is one of the reasons why I'm looking, I'm so looking forward to the next Soweto Derby. Because I found out on the day that he's the half-brother to Pepo Masulela, because they share a father. And they are both left-backs, so it's going to be interesting uh, to, to see Paris and how they continue. Uh, tomorrow, when they when they are away to, to Barroca, but I think, fundamentals, the quality on the day, uh, it was showing. You know, maybe against Maruzo United in the opening game of the season like, uh, in the MCN8, uh, I'm not sure what was lacking there. Maybe their fitness levels were not there. But I I, I felt against uh, Super Sport United, you could see the quality uh, of the Brazilians, the well-weighted pass that was coming from uh, Kama um uh, to, to Kekana kind of scoring that open goal. And also you look at how Mshishi, won uh, took that goal as well. And also, Dean uh, Simon getting that red card as well. Uh, I think it also contributed um, to super-sported struggling uh, to, to come back in that game. But I, I felt um, there you are seeing the early, early uh, characteristics of a team uh, that is out there to come back and fight for the league title they lost uh, last season. But it's going to be a long, a long season at that.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a thrilling one. Maritzburg United, 2-0 winners over Platinum Stars on the road. A fantastic win for them. But then Kaiser Chiefs' woes continue, Valile. Uh, they were 1-0 up until very late in the piece. Bloom Celtic putting one back from the penalty spot. Steve Compella's got to be under pressure.
2: Putting on under pressure. You know, I'm not going to say a lot about this game, but uh, please do visit, uh, do, please do visit one or two sunbites from uh, that Platinum Stars and the Manuspect United game. I thought, well, it's just the first week of the season. Already we're having comments like this from a coach, and I think that's going to be in right, in right trouble for him. Look, <laughs> we had at this morning, and you can tell that uh, things are not easy the case uh, I think for me because I was I was at this Matter's Speculated game but I came back and watched the Chiefs game again. Okay? Um I think for, for the first twenty minutes they were struggling uh, to get into the game, getting their groove and pass the ball around um, efficiently. but then again you hear the coach of the she was complaining about the pitch the grass, this and that. But look at the opposition. Uh, because uh at the Stadium is not the stadium for Celtic they play um, at uh, the old Cesar Amaboto Stadium, uh, that Stadium that's where they play. So they were also ju- just there for the day um, yesterday. So you can't really complain about that one. But I, I I think for me because I was watching most of the teams even sundowns on Saturday they started with uh, Opa Minesa and Josh Bilisi new players. And some the game I attended yesterday in Rustin they were also new players. And you look at uh, the parades they were parading a lot of new players in fact they had a mixture combination uh, playing deep there and near Miyagama uh, those were some of the players, including uh, Mayela but if you look at Kira, she's in the two matches they have played new players there only one player has played there has been Bongo Jair and he only played 8 minutes against the Super Sport yesterday there was nothing so it means that the same team that had disappointed the coach from last season is continuing with that team and I think if you go on social media now, Brad, you can see the Taylor Chiefs fans are angry are angry because they're, they're already out of the cup, cup, cup competition, and for the third time in a row, the team has failed to start the season with a win. So that is not inspiring confidence to the team going forward. Hence, their game against Super Sport at home on Wednesday, at think to see them, it becomes a very crucial match not only to pick up a point but a full uh, three points
1: absolutely, well Valile, thank you very much for your time this evening here on SAFM Sports Wrap, much appreciated and uh, we look forward to, to following how things go in the league, I think it should be a fantastic season thanks for your time Tommy. thanks, thanks Brad SAFM Sports Wrap and that's it for the show for this evening we're back again tomorrow night as mentioned early in the show we have uh, we'll hopefully be speaking to Minister of Sports Mr. Tulasan mm-hmm. uh, on the show so make sure you tune in we'll be asking uh, some tough questions I'm sure uh, looking forward to that chat more sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Whitten make sure you tune in then if you have any comments or suggestions you can pop us an email sport at or you can reach out via social media at SAFM Radio or at Big Brad Brown that's where you'll find me personally. From myself and my producer Siobhan Chetty this evening, thank you so much for listening coming up on the other side of your 7 o'clock news it is the Talk Shop with Naledi Maleo and right now, Greg host has the latest